Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Pearlie Martin with Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. And you guys know I dropped in this beautiful Wednesday morning. What is this? March 2nd, 2022. To remind you that God loves you, right? I'm sure you guys already know this, but I just dropped in to remind you that you are not alone, that your body is his temple. And as believers, God is not just with you, but his spirit, the spirit of the living God is on the inside of you. It's because of him that we live, move, and have our being. I, but one more before, I'm dropping in briefly today because I want to talk about overcoming temptations. Yes, how do we overcome? And what causes us, what leads us to temptation? Well, we're getting ready to talk about it. One second, one minute, one moment. But you guys already know that we're going to pray first. Father, we thank you for being together with us, for being in the midst of us, Lord. We thank you for making us the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, Lord God. We call you Lord. Lord, 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 we call you Lord. We thank you. Father, we ask that you take the blinders off our eyes so we can see, open our ears so we can hear and prepare our hearts so we can receive your engrafted word. And Father, I ask that you anoint my lips of clay, Lord God, so I can speak your rhema word. And Father God, it will do, it will, you will, as you watch over your word, Father God, People will be delivered and set free. For your word will accomplish those things where into it is sent. Your word cannot return void. You cannot tell a lie. And fathers, we come before you today. We say not our will, not our way, not our want, Lord. But we come before you with an humble heart. Saying, here we are, Lord. Feed us. You said if we hunger and thirst, you will fill us. Feed us. Fill us, Lord God, with your spirit. Father, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys again for joining in today. I want to talk about temptation. How many of you know that it's not a sin to be tempted? Because without temptation, how many of you know there is no sin? Every sin starts with a temptation, right? The very first sin on the earth that was ever committed was uh, was uh, through the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That's how those are the three doors of temp- temptation, the, the three tactics, the three strategies of the devil. These are the strategies of the devil. How many of you know Ephesians 6 and 12 reminds us, he said, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness, and wicked spirits, right? Um, so our fight is not against flesh and blood. The devil uses these three doorways to gain access to cause us to sin. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. If you look at your life, those areas that we're struggling in, they come through one of those doors of temptation. Without temptation, there is no sin. It's not a sin to be tempted, but it is a sin to sin. Okay, so what even causes us to sin? Doubt and unbelief. Because when we don't believe God, we don't do what he say, right? You cannot have faith in God. If you don't believe God, you're not going to have faith in God. And when we don't have faith in God, then we're not going to do the word of God, right? But there's, you already know. Hold on, wait a minute. Because you know there's no condemnation in this, right? We're growing from faith to faith and glory to glory. This is a teachable moment so we can step into and step over into that next level. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go up another notch. I'm ready to go up another grade. You know, so this is the purpose of our teaching. So when we when we sin, it's because we don't believe God. 
right? This is the problem that the Lord had with the children of Israel. He would say to them, it was because of the evil heart of unbelief that they could not enter in. He said, how long will these people continue not to believe me? You know, he, you know, how long? Because no matter what he did for them, they always mumbled and grumbled and complained about what they didn't have. How many of you know that when we're not grateful for what we do have, then we mumble it. We can't, uh, we complain about when we complain about what we don't have. It causes us not to be grateful for what we do have. You can't have it both ways. Either we're going to praise God for what we what we have, or we're going to complain to God about what we don't have. You know. So an an ungrateful heart, an unthankful heart is an ungrateful heart. Okay, the in everything and in all things, give God thanks and praise. He tells us, he said, you know, we have to learn to be content in whatsoever state we're in. Because when we're, contentment with godliness really is great gain. When we're not content, this is when the devil is able to come and tempt us. When we get out of contentment and um, he's able to come through and try to tempt us and cause you to start coveting and becoming jealous of what other people have. And, and looking at what other people have and thinking, oh, I want that. You know, and it's taking you, it takes us away from the love of God. John, 1 John 4 tells us, love not the world, nor the things of the world. Because when we love the world, then the love of the Father is not in us. So how do we overcome temptation? By having that love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, these are the three temptations for Christ too. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. 1 John 4. He says, love not the world nor the things of the world. For when you love the world, then the love of the Father is not in us, right? So when we're loving and lusting after the things of the world, it's causing our desire for the things of God to die. And when we move away from the presence of God and we quit seeking first the kingdom of God, we begin to be in pursuit of the things of this world through the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. And the Lord Jesus said, I don't want you to do that. I want you to seek first the kingdom of God. I need you to focus over here. Keep your focus over here. So when the serpent came in Matthew to tempt Jesus after he had uh, finished a 40-day fast, the first thing he tried to tempt him with was food, lust of the flesh. He was hungry. Then he took him up on the pinnacle toe and said, look here, if you'll bow down and worship me, I'll give you all this stuff, the, the, uh, the lust of the eyes, you know, things that he can see. He wanted him to covet after the things of this world. He wanted him to uh, stray away from the, uh, the love of his father to pursue the things of the world. But how many of you know that the devil has nothing? He don't own anything. The only thing he is is the father of lies. He gives birth to the lies that he tells. Okay. That's the only thing that he is creator of. He takes the things that God has already created and he perverse, he, he put his, his spirit of perversion on it and twist it. The internet is not evil. Money is not evil. The Bible says it's the love of money. Um, that's the root of all kind of evil because when we love money, people do evil things to get it. They lie, cheat, steal, kill to get money. When you love money, so Jesus said, you cannot love, you can't serve God and mammon too. We got, we got to pick it because either our faith is in God or our faith in, in God or our faith is in this world system. Our faith is in our own ability. Our faith is in our own finances. I don't know about you, but I, I feel I, I want to chase. I want to be in pursuit of the creator instead of his creation. Okay, I want to seek first. I want to serve the, the manufacturer. I want to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to serve my Abba Father because everything is in him. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. And everything that I need 
is in the Father. Uh, as born again believers, the Word of God tells us and teaches us that we're heirs and joint heirs in Christ Jesus. Since, since we are sons of God, we have become heirs of God and we're heirs and joint heirs in Jesus Christ. I tell people just because you don't have it in your physical hand don't mean you don't have it because your heavenly Father, your Abba Father has it. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. Does he not clothe the lily of the field? Does he not feed the birds of the air? Well, surely your heavenly father know that you have need of. Don't take no thought for what you should drink, what you should eat or what you should wear. Because your heavenly father already knows that you have need of these things. Love not the world. Because when we begin to love, love the world, we begin to lust after the things of the world. Love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. The lust of the flesh. The devil, he wants to take our focus off the word. He wants to take our focus off God so we can start focusing on what's going on around us. So we can start focusing on the new next thing. Seek first the kingdom of God. Our real life is hid in Jesus Christ. Do you know that our real life is hid? And the Bible says that we're complete in him. So you don't have to go outside. Everything we need is in him. Our life is hid in him. So nothing or nobody can make you complete. You have to already know that you're already complete. As born again believers, you're fully loaded. You got the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. The word of God tells us, teaches us. It now lives on the inside of you. So God is not just with you. God is not just for you. But as a born again believer, the spirit of the living God is on the inside of you. How about that? So I, we need to become more God conscious because when we're God conscious, fear will have no place in us. We have confidence in God's love for us. And we have a revelation that the spirit of the living God is on the inside of us. Fear will have no place in us because perfect love casts out fear, right? The spirit of the living God, we can't have faith in God's love for us and, ha- and, and operate in fear too. Fear comes when we don't trust God. Fear comes when we lose our confidence, when we don't understand God's love for us. Because perfect love casts out fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. So he's telling us right there that fear is a spirit. But when we are afraid to trust God, that's when we sin. That's the sin that leads to sin. The sin of doubt and unbelief. When we don't believe God, uh, we can't have when we don't have faith in God, we can't believe God. And when we don't believe God, we're not going to do what he say, right? There's no condemnation. You already know this, right? So, because we're growing from faith to faith and glory to glory. So, um, James tells us that a man is tempted when he's drawn away by his own evil desires. It's our own evil desires. What are the evil desires? The lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. That's the love of the world. Be not conformed to the world. Be not conformed to the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Romans 12 and 2. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, so God understands that transformation is a process. It's, the, it's called the process of renewing our mind. We have to change the, our way of thinking to change our way of living. We have to change our mindset to change where we're at. What does the counsel of God say? What is the word of God saying concerning your situation, concerning your circumstances? What is the word of God saying? What is the counsel of God? 
<laughs> okay, well, I'm going to end it here. I'm not going to stay before you very long, but I want to talk to you. Overcoming temptation. we uh, Sin no longer has dominion over us because Jesus Christ redeemed us from uh from sin through the through the precious blood of the lamb right so um we don't have to do anything we don't uh, we don't we're we're not in debt to our flesh we don't owe our flesh anything we, we're not in debt to it if we don't owe it one last drink one last smoke one last fornication one last adultery one last a chocolate cake one last whatever the temptation is that the enemy is trying to get you to give into we don't have to do that. Sin no longer has dominion over you. We have a choice. We have a say-so. Um, sin, uh, uh, it doesn't have dominion over us because we have choice. And when our love relationship is developed and it's intact with the Lord Jesus Christ, our obedience to God is going to come out of our love for God. This is why I always say relationship, relationship, relationship. See, it's not about me trying to... Uh, this, uh, uh, do things in my own ability because it's not by might nor by power uh, but it's by the spirit said the Lord okay it's the spirit of the Lord the, the Holy Spirit is the one that gives us the power to live right it's the Holy Spirit that even willeth us to do good the word of God says see the only reason I want to do good real is because of God and when I when I say that what I'm saying is with a right motive because we have people that's not saved and don't know the Lord that can do some good stuff but when we don't know God our righteousness is like outside of God is like a filthy rag. Uh, but when we know God, the Bible, Colossians tells us that whatever we do in word or deed to do it as unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. So when my motive is God, my gift is good. When my motive is not God, even though the gift may look good, the gift is not acceptable to God. Because how many of you know that man looks on the outside and they're impressed and God look on the inside and say, that's a mess. You know, you need to re- you need to repent of that and you need to come back and redo your first work. You need to do it because of me, because man looks at the outside, but God looks at the heart. How many of you know that man looks at the outside? But God looks at the inside. He understands the word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and it knows the intents of the heart. Jesus, he, he, he used to discern the Pharisees all the time. He say, and Jesus knew their thoughts. The Bible would say, and Jesus knew their thoughts. And so Jesus would say stuff like, well, how is it that you being evil, you can say good things? <laughs> you know, when you love people for real, how many of you know that telling people the truth is not hard when you love people for real? Because it's the love of God that compels us to want to go and tell others about the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the love of God. Proverbs say, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful is the kiss of an enemy. In other words, your friends will tell you the truth, even if it hurts you. But because they love you, it's coming from a good place. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful is the kiss of an enemy. So your friends will tell you the truth. Your enemies will tell you you are right knowing that you are wrong because that's a kiss of an enemy. That's a deceitful kiss. A deceitful kiss is somebody who's telling you um, the wrong thing because they're afraid you might not like them. You see, it, it's telling people the truth is not about you. Telling people the truth is about them so they can be free. But when you're, when you're self-consumed, your, your motive and agenda for everything you do is about you. See, so, but when you love people for real, telling them the truth is not hard. So I can tell you, uh, 
it's because it's not so much about you liking me. It's about you being free. You know, uh, John 8, 32 tells us, if you continue my word, 31, 32, if you continue my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What is it the truth sets us free from? The truth sets us free from the devil lies. <laughs> the truth will set us free. Any truth will set us free from any kind of lie. <laughs> the truth sets us free. So this is why it's so important that we must renew our mind to the word of God so the truth of God can deliver us and set us free. The word of God, it is the power of God under salvation. So we got to be transformed, not conformed by the renewing of our mind. As we begin to develop that love relationship, it's not about trying to keep the law. It's about walking in love. Love is the fulfillment of the law. When you love God, you will obey God. Jesus said, why do you why do you call me, Lord, Lord, and um, not do what I say? Or Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. So our obedience to God comes out of our love relationship with God. So focus on your love relationship with the Lord. Getting in his word, make, taking time out to pray, taking time out to worship and praise. Take time out to spend time in his word because God and his word is one. Remember, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God, right? The word was made flesh and it meant um, the world was made flesh and it dwelt among men. God and his word is one. Okay, so when we don't have time for God's word, what we're saying is we don't have time for God. We cannot know who God is outside of his word. God and his word is one. It's so important during these end times, um, period, that we uh, get a love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and that we spend time reading and studying the word of God. Because there's many voices. And the Bible says that even the elect will be deceived. It doesn't matter who it is. When uh, someone finished speaking, the Bible say in the book, uh, I think it was Acts, that when they finished, after Peter, uh, Paul finished teaching, that they would go home and they would study to see what he said was true. It's so important to make sure that people are telling you the truth. And another thing, don't just say stuff if you cannot bring the receipts. Don't say stuff that you cannot prove biblically. We need to test our to test ourselves and make sure that what we're saying is true. We can't just be saying stuff and don't have no biblical doctrines or scripture to prove it. Because if God said it, you should be able to find it, right? If God said it, because he don't speak outside of his word, whatever is being taught, preached, teach, I don't care who it is. Um, we have an unction from the Holy One. The Holy Spirit is our teacher, and he's there to keep us from being led astray. So when you're someone saying something, and you're getting a little red flag, and you say, okay, well, Lord, where is that? I've never read that before. Go and Google it. Um, look for it. Search for it to see if what they're saying is so. It's not necessarily what people are always trying to be deceitful or lead people astray. It's just that we're all in the process called renewing our mind. And so we have to make sure that before we make statements um, that they're, we're not talking about facts. We're talking about the truth. Let's not confuse facts with the truth because God's word is the truth and it always overrides the facts. Facts are based upon what you can see, but the truth is based upon what we can believe. The just shall walk, live by faith, okay, and not by sight. Because set your mind on things above. Set your affections on things above, 
which are eternal and not on things below, which are temporal, because the things that we can see are temporal and they're going to change. Things are changing all the time around us. But our heavenly father, who's our rock, our refuge, our hiding place, our Abba father, he never changes. His word is always the same. No matter what's going on in the world, the world's way does not change God's way. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of God's word will, will fade away. His word is forever. Everything is being held in place because of his word. He said, like me, there was light. Everything's been held in place because of his word. Okay? And when he quit speaking it, it's going to quit happening. It's forever. It's God. How many of you know that God is not in time? He's not confined by time. Time is for us. This is how he's already in our tomorrow. He's, our, he's the, uh, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. He knows the beginning of our life. He knows the end of our life. He's already in our tomorrow. That's why he's a present help in our time of trouble, because he's already in the trouble before we get to the trouble. And he's still the fourth man in the fire. He was there before Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was thrown into the fire, right? Okay, so God is a present help in time of trouble. How do we overcome temptation? Is by developing a love relationship with our Heavenly Father and by delighting ourselves in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord. Therefore, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Because as we begin to delight ourselves in the Lord, our desires will begin to change into God's desires. And so basically when we're asking the Lord for something, the only thing that we're asking him, him for is what he desires for us. So how do we change the evil desires of our heart? Delighting ourselves in the Lord. De- developing that love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Delight yourself through praise, worship, study, quiet time just spending time with the lord that's how we delight ourselves in the lord okay i'm getting ready to end it here you guys be so blessed again this is probably martin with biblical principles for inner healing you guys share this podcast hit that share button um support me hit that support button um, subscribe to this podcast you guys uh follow me on facebook at pearly martin podcast uh rap time uh martin um join the prayer room if you like to pray Um, My prayer room is the one with the praying hands, okay? Um, You guys also, I want to drop this in real quick. Uh, I do write books. Uh, All my books are available online at Pearly Martin Books on Amazon. Uh, Dating Identifiers, uh, that's the very first book I ever wrote. We will be hosting our first Christian Speed Dating event. May 30th in Lawton, Oklahoma. Even, hey, drive to Lawton, Oklahoma. You don't have to be there. Uh, seating will be limited, so you guys need to register. Uh, hit me up on my YouTube, uh, my uh, Gmail, Pearly, Pearly Publishing at gmail.com and just say I want to register for your speed dating event and I'll send you the rest of the information. A speed dating event is simply this. The women sit down at the table and the men, uh, they get to have five minute sit down uh, sessions, communication sessions with each woman. Each man gets to meet every woman in the room. And at the end of the uh, the speed dating event, after all the men have met all the women, the men get to say who they want to take out. And then the woman gets to say whether she wants uh, to accept the invitation. So it's really a fun event. Um, we're believing God that marriages are going to be birthed out of this. Um, because sexual immorality is a major issue to God. I know a lot of times we like to say, 
well, sin is sin, but that's not so. You guys, uh, he said, uh, all other sin is uh, done outside the body. But when we commit sexual immorality, uh, we sin against the body. And to commit fornication, uh, to um, help us not to commit fornication, he said, it's, but let each man have his own wife, 1 Corinthians. So if you guys want to get a little more into that, pick up my book. Um, pick up my book online um, at Amazon. Order it. Uh, Dating identifiers, Mary God's way. I will be there also signing books. Um, we're gonna have the singles meeting first, so please, everyone, singles meeting is open to everyone. But you must register to do the speed dating event. Okay, you must register ahead of time. Um, so, calling all men and women, um, please come out to the singles meeting. I'll let you know the location. Uh, hit me up, send me your email, and uh, I'll be setting my website. Should be up real soon, so you guys can subscribe there also. And even if you don't live in Lawton, please still drop your email, drop us a line. So when we come to your city, your town, we'll have your information because we are going to travel in Jesus name. Okay. But in the meantime, you guys keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. You guys be so blessed and be encouraged. And remember, if Jesus is Lord and let's spend time developing that love relationship with him. Because when we have confidence in God's love for us, remember this, that fear will have no place in us. And we will be able to trust what he says. Having a love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, our obedience to God comes out of our love for God. Jesus said, if you love me, then obey me. There's no condemnation. Today, we want to spend more time working and developing that love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when we don't have time for the word, we're saying, God, we don't have time for you. When we don't have time for worship, when we don't have time for prayer, when we don't have time for praise, we're saying, God, I don't have time for you. But let's pray our way out of this. Father, we just thank you right now for being in the midst of us. Lord God, we thank you that your word will not return unto us void, Father God. Um, Father, we ask that you bring your word to our remembrance so that the enemy will not be able to come and steal this word. The devil will not be able to come and steal this word. For Father, we will be doers of your word and not hearers only. And we will bring forth fruit, Father God, because it says it brings pleasure to our Father when we bear much fruit. Therefore, Father God, we will this word, we will be doers of this word today. And we will spend time with you, developing our love relationship with you. In Jesus' name, um, we pray. Amen.